Black Bill Podcast. More equipment. Let it rock. going you're now tuned in to episode 105 is it 105 or 106 105 105 106 106 106 man where you, you been sure? man, bro. go ahead and google it man because you're not saying i ain't googling nothing but yeah, I, am, you are, I am going to um this guy man. i am going to look right oh man come on this guy man <laughs> I like to be sure, man. I'll be sure over here, man. Nah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 106. 106 in the black. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Where you been? <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. <laughs> but yo, rewind, man. Rewind the clock? What you doing? I don't know, man. But yo, I'm going to start to show off with this clip. Uh-oh. I, just, I want some good words. Words of um, wisdom. To the clippage. To quick. Just quick. I like what she was talking about. The one thing we forget is that the better we are as women, the better men can be as men. The softer we are as women, the stronger they get to be as men. And when we are their soft place to fall, they stand with a a different height and a different posture and a different elevation. One of the challenges that we're facing right now is that women want men to be their girlfriends and men come home to find another dude. Mm. I I wanted to play that because, and I'm with her a thousand percent. I ain't ain't with no masculine chick. No, I mean, and I, and I play that because I think about my wife, man. Like I, I had a, Few couple stressful weeks, working a lot, working a whole lot, taking a whole bunch of jobs, taking gigs that I had said I wasn't going to take for a while. But I was like, yo, let me go ahead and knock these gigs out because um, financially wise, I don't want to pull from this pot to handle this particular situation. I need to handle that because I should have handled it. And, yo, if I came home and my wife was barking on me or, you know what I'm saying, just downright not understand it because I'm gone a lot. I'm, I'm, uh, you know I mean? I'm working, I'm in and out. I'm in the um, studio working all the day, all day. That shit will be stressful. It'll be a stressful time. It'll be a stressful process. And it's, um, it's demoralizing to a man when you come home to someone that's not supportive or have your back or just, you know, another dude. Like I, I didn't marry a guy. You know, only man in this house with two young boys. So it's like, I say when I I heard this clip, I was like, yeah, like, thank God my wife is that. She's very nurturing. She's very 
um, you know what I mean? Babe, you know, you good. You're doing a great job. Like, she's very, and I don't need encouragement, but sometimes that shit sounds good and feels good when you hear it. You know what I mean? A little you pat on the back every now and then. Ain't, you said you don't, you, don't, you don't need it? No, nah, I'm not one of those people that need it. I don't look for it. I what just that, figure I do what, what I do. It doesn't mean you look for it, but you're saying you don't need it. So what is it? I don't mean? think I need it. It didn't uplift you when you received it? That's what I said. It feels good. It feels great when you get it. Then you do need it. That doesn't mean it's a necessity, though. Right. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm going to stick with I don't need it, but I appreciate it when I get it. No, I know what you mean by saying you don't need it, but those are like defeating words to me. Right. You, you can say you don't need it, but you're married with a woman that gives you that. So it's right. easy for you to say that you don't need it because you have it. Yeah, because a lot of It's lot easy of, to say you don't need something when you have it. A lot it. of people you don't have, have it. it. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for you to say that you don't need it. Right. Because you have it. Yeah. But sometimes I don't acknowledge it. So no, I, I, know, do, I know when, it, when it comes in, it feels great. Listen, I'm just calming you down, cowboy. You're talking about you don't need it, but you have it. So you need to appreciate that, and that's what it is. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I can say I don't need friends. But if I need somebody to talk to, I know I have somebody. Yeah. No, so true. I ain't really saying shit. <laughs> I'm a loner. I'm isolated. But that's by choice. I know right. how to get out of that. There's right. people I can talk to. Right. Whether it's one person, two person, three people, it's there. Right. Y'all blessed to have that. So it's it's it's, it's lot of easy saying. to say that. No, I'm saying that because as men, that's what we do. Right. But I can say to you, I don't care what people think. I don't care if you think about what I do. I really don't. Right. But when I get people that hit me in my inbox and say something from the podcast has touched their soul, or something communicated from me touched their soul, that's boom. That's a boost. I ain't talking about an ego boost, but that's right. just a, 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 a yeah, spirit a boost. boost. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm giving something in the universe that's appreciated. I'm being blessed. You know, you feel that. But I think with that too, I think as men, we play a role in that too because we got to put ourselves in position to receive that from a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes a woman might want to be that woman, but we don't give them that 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 freedom to feel like it's safe to be that. And we also have more power in the women we select, right? Than what we take, we talk about all the time. Men just get with women just because they feel like okay. You know what I mean? Then they get caught up in that comfort zone, and then they win that comfort zone so long, then they hear a clip like that. Now they in their feelings because they have a woman at home that doesn't give that. You know what I'm no, saying? No, we respect right. the women. And yeah. we've also said in the past, there are people that do change over the years. Yes. But change has an origin from somewhere, male or female. I like her, but you can look at her too. She's been, what, divorced, what, three times or some shit? Yeah. Twice right. or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you have all of the right tools and it still don't work. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part. You can have all the tools and it still don't work. Because she says some good shit. No, she does. She does. And you can never underestimate the power of a feminine woman that is also strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when you have that, I mean, it's on the chances of replacing that are just, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's slim you know to mean? none. Very slim to none. One that's just down for you, regardless. Right. Whether you write or wrong it down for you. You know what I'm saying? Applaud you when you write and 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 let still, you know, yeah, within man. that femininity, still let you know. Yeah, when you're wrong. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure about that right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can't beat that. No, nah, no, nah, you can't beat it at all. Can't beat can't it beat that. at all. That's very true. 
Very, very true, man. Let's move to the it's next. Not, yeah, man. yeah, man. I, I think we got to start the pod off with some stuff other than sports sometimes. You know, I mean, it's a high sports moment, man. But let's let's talk about mental health. Um, like the importance of mental health, especially as a black man, like, you know what I mean? Understanding that, you know what I mean? We got to utilize our resources that we have around us and not figure that we can do it on our own. You know what I'm saying? And that goes into what I was just talking about with my, with my lady, um, you know, just living in her feminine energy. You know what I mean? Also, she's also someone I can lean on when I just want to vent or have a, you know, just a, just a conversation about what we have going on. Or <clears throat> I use this podcast, or I use shit. I've I've used you and called you and be like, yo, just having a conversation, just a regular conversation, because sometimes that also clears your mind and lets you um let you refocus. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times, man, as men, we don't we we don't. I, I say this about women a lot of times. We got to take a look at our friend groups, but I think men do too, because sometimes we don't utilize our friend friend groups properly unless we utilize them for bullshit. You know we mean? don't know the value of it though. Sometimes, <clears throat> right, right. And sometimes within that circle, we need to make some omissions. Yes, you know what I mean. If they're not on the same journey, because and we're also from from the dynamic of where when we have issues, the first thing a friend will do is take you somewhere and have a drink, right? Or they roll up a blunt, or they'll go somewhere and get some pussy, right? You know what I'm saying? So we came up in a medicinal climate, and as you get older, you realize that medicinal climate doesn't do anything but put you on emotions. You want to resist your emotions and you never grow. So, because while you're doing all of that, that virus is still inside and it grows and it grows and it grows and grows and you never know how you're going to react to a trigger. You know, when you hold things aside, they'll eventually get triggered. The sad part is, man, when when it comes to people like that, that just they, the people you go to quickly that just only indulges in the, the quick mind clearer Items like you just said, you know, what I mean, sex, alcohol, or drugs. We take the longest to remove those people out of our lives until we get to an age where that shit has just affected us so much that it's like, ah, right, yo, we, we gotta, love microwaves, we man. Get that person a body hit. We like microwaves. You know what I'm saying? Back in the days, you had to take your time to reheat your food. It tasted better, <laughs> right? It was warm all the way through. But it that took shit too long. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or you put it in the oven. You know what I mean? It's cooked straight through, mm-hmm. tastes fresh again. You know what I mean? But the microwave gets things done quicker. You know what right. I mean? That that quick buzz is like a quick fix. That sex makes you feel good for, for a few moments. That dopamine kick in. Right. You know, that's that's it's a maturity thing. You know, you, you mature away from that. Then you start thinking of things of value. You start thinking of things that build for the next day. You know, it's, it's it's a growth process, man. We all been been through it. Some people never catch it. Some people go throughout their whole life still doing it. That's that's the truth. That's the truth. And but once again, that's just like I was thinking with the mental health. Once we go through our checks and balances, dealing with your friend groups and realizing, you know, the good pieces within your friend groups, like like us. I know I can lean on you for a good conversation. You know, we talk shit. We'll argue back and forth a lot of times when it comes to sports. But when it's like something serious, we both lock in. You know what I'm saying? And we give each other that advice or we give each other that ear. You know what I'm saying? I think I think also people don't realize how important that is. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us are not run into a psychiatrist. 
Uh, I hear that's that's like the big buzzword now. Everyone goes and um, seek a mental health psychiatrist or mental or something like that. Go, I mean, but everybody is not going to run to that. Everyone is not going to trust that the way they would trust that close friend that might can give them some. That's a level headed friend. You know, hopefully everyone got one that can give you some good information or at least just be that it. A, a good percentage of people don't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have it. And a good percentage of people don't know how to recognize it if it presents itself. You know what I mean? And some people don't see the value in it either. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you're comfortable within your own mess at times. You know right. what I mean? So... That comfort zone is something many of us have to break out of to even be moderately successful. And, you know, success is in the eyes of the beholder. Success right. really has nothing to do with, you know, finances. Just nope. having a healthy relationship, having a healthy lifestyle. We make it more complicated than what it is. You know, since since you and I have known each other, we've erased ourselves from certain people. Yeah. Because yeah. the way they move. It's different. You know, it's like when I go to Cali, when I go to New York, it's like a whole nother energy with the people I'm around. Yeah, same thing when I go to that I haven't Florida, had in a long Florida time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Here, you know, my only good energy is from a small sample size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it could be me and my surroundings I've had over the years. I had to rebuild something here if that was the choice. Right. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's just a sound from the universe that my energy belongs elsewhere. It's elsewhere, yeah. So sometimes it's time to exit stage right. It Too always hard. is because you got to you got to elevate. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I also say it's no disrespect to other people when you separate yourself. I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. But what I'm doing has nothing to do with what y'all are doing. Right. You know, you think about when you, when, especially when Facebook brings up your memories of the old older pictures from. Five years ago in this day, and you look at the people around you at that time, or what you might have been doing that evening, you'd be like, "Shit, I don't do that shit no more." No more. Or I, <laughs> or I don't even speak to them. I don't even speak to them. See, I'm gonna say that I don't speak to nobody no more. If I see a picture that's a memory, I'll still put, I'll still repost it because it happened. I don't fuck with you now, but yo, on that day we did get together and we had a good time for what a good time was at that time. I don't repost none of that shit. I repost that shit. I, I repost it because I don't care. Right. I understand. I don't care neither. That's why I don't repost. No, I repost it because certain people might see it. They ain't gonna like it. I don't care. Right. I understand. I understand. Yo, this is the last clip I'm gonna play for the day, man. I wanna play this is by someone that we both may not care for too much, but she was talking some good some good jazz. Man. March study from the Center for Disease Control, which debunked many of the myths surrounding black fathers. It found that the majority of black fathers live with their children. Black fathers are more likely to help their children with their homework, prepare meals, bathe and dress their children compared to fathers of other races. So the absent or deadbeat black father myth that many in America believe is really more like a lie. She lies on black men all the time. But that's not what we're talking about. That's not that's what we talk about. about. <laughs> nah, I just no. throw that name, man. Don't digress. Don't change up. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I say this, man. I, and when I was listening, when I read the comments, a um, couple of, and I hate to say it, man, a couple of our black women, it can't be alive. There's so many single mothers out here. And once again, that's your small sample size for the people that you see every day. You know what I'm saying? And even within that single motherhood, it may be, the father is there, but a lot of times black women 
you know, women in general, y'all push the man away and then say he need to fight harder. And it's like, what, what am I fighting for? Something that I helped create? What was what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like I mean, that shit, that shit is weird to me. I can speak of a small sample size of women that have babies with dudes that they just gave some pussy to. Yep, me too. And they look at him just to give him money whenever they feel like getting some money. Money. And yep. then he ain't shit because he don't want to do exactly what they say when exactly. they want to say it. Mm -hmm. That's a small sample size. Yep. I know a sample size of men that want to be fathers and have to damn near beg to see their child. Yeah, I know. I know a larger sample size than this you know small I mean? for that. I know another small sample size of men that are good fathers, but the mm -hmm. woman is mad because the man moved on to another woman, so oh, she yeah. just gives him hell. Oh, I know that too. So it's it's it's. I, I mean, know that as well. I just I hate that we we get so many other other labels of this world, man. Especially in America. What other race you does know? that? No. We find everything wrong about each other. But we, get we never want to. But we never want to promote what's good. There are yeah. a lot of single black fathers out here that yes. have custody of their children, mm -hmm. sons and daughters. Close friend of mine does. I mean, let's talk about that. Close friend of mine does. You know I mean, we got situations where two parents co-parent and still do a great job. Yep. Uh, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. You know, my son is twenty nine. I mean, his mother get along fine at this point. You know what I'm saying? We had struggles because we were young. And we had nobody we could really talk to and give us information right. on how to make it through this. Right. You know, either you got the parents that tell you to pray about it, or you got the parents that are just, just so weak as parents, they just agree with everything you do. Kids don't need that. No, they don't. That might, that might go to another topic to some of y'all thoughts, thought processes, but no, it didn't. Mothers and fathers, that's your child for you to guide them, for you to instruct them, for you to lead them. You are not their fucking friend. When they out of pocket, when they become parents and they out of pocket, you tell them they out, them of, pocket. out of pocket. Yeah, right. You let you know them know they out of pocket. You gonna be like T. Moran or you gonna hold it down like Malcolm X on that? Speak to them kids. Them ain't your friends. You know what I'm saying? We all want to be friends with our kids, but we're not that. That's not what your job is. You have fun with them, but when they out of pocket, it's time to time class and session. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put that line that shit back up. I saw this video with this um this boy. Mom told him he couldn't go outside. Yo, he went to fight his fucking mom, son. Where the father at? I don't know. But see, that's the that's the that's the situation they're gonna use an example. Yeah. Where the black where's the black father? That one situation mm -hmm. is not the dynamic of a culture. Nope. It's not the nope. dynamic of a culture. Mm -mm. How did it get to that point? Is what I want to know. Is that the first outburst? It's obvious it is. Because for him to act the way he act, that's definitely not the first outburst. I saw another video where a daughter and mama walking through the damn um, Walmart cussing each other out. Then they both got arrested at the end of the, end of the video. It's like what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing here? But not to you know, not to bring down what what we're talking about. We're talking about black men as someone that's in the home with his two sons. That's always passing information. That's always trying to guide them. That also spoils them, and also disciplines them. You know what I'm saying? Hold them accountable for their actions and what they do in school and at home. And I don't play that disrespectful shit when it comes to their mother. You do not talk back to your mother. But they need, yes, they need ma'am. And sometimes yeah. she might be wrong, 
you shut the fuck up and you take your ass in your room. I'm sorry. Man, it just is what it is. To this day, my mother father might say something that's wrong. I don't say shit. Shit, I don't say shit. As long as they ain't acting crazy. If they're acting crazy, I can sit in my car and leave. Yep. I can just go back where I live. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Word. But That's even a with a lot of those situations, you have men that want to be there. Yes. To uplift the children. Yes. To have the positive reinforcement. Yes. To have the discipline in place. Mm -hmm. To have the structure in place. And the woman keeps the man from the child. Yeah. Then the only time she calls the man is when the child does something out of pocket so outrageous she can't handle it. So now the man has to come and fix it. And within fixing it, the child thinks of it as, oh, the only time I see daddy is when he's yelling at me or when I do something bad. So that becomes a new climate. Right. Only way I get to see dad is if I fuck up. Only way I get to see dad is if I do something out of pocket. If I say something, if I do something. And that's not good either. I mean, I can easily say we have to be more cautious with the women we have babies with. I can easily say women need to be more careful with the men. They allow to impregnate them, but sometimes people do change. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sometimes people do. Sometimes people do come at you with a representative. But if we were more cautious, the numbers would go down a little bit. I hear you. You know what I mean? But who's to know which situation is which? Right. All right. But when that child comes, I don't think there's any debate that we can do a better job of caring for the child more so than our personal desires. But right. I see people that work all the time. They can't wait for the weekend so they can go shake their ass. And they got kids. I mean, people got to have a life too, though, bro. I get what you're saying. But you gotta have a no, life no, no, no. Well. Not, yeah, you have a life, but you also, that child is a part of your life. Right. You're talking about a responsible person that just wants to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's not what I said. <laughs> you said somebody who can't wait for the weekend to go shake their ass, man. You still be responsible when you want to go shake your ass. No, they're not. They're not. What I'm talking of is the ones that aren't, and you know. Oh, okay, that. I know, I know. You know, there's a huge difference. That's no, a huge difference. Yeah, it is. I'm just playing the other side. I know you are. <laughs> that's, that's why I ain't take a fist to it. I know you are. Your yeah, child, you shake your ass, get drunk every weekend, throwing that box around, and your child walking around with dirty shoes on, dirty clothes, hair not yeah. done, snotty nose. Don't play that. Nobody should. Yeah. Get your child right. Then you're going to have your fat before. You can live your life. Yeah, you can live a life. Right. That, that, that baby's a responsibility, though. It is, though. Damn sure is. Damn sure is. Oh, man. Damn sure is. That's why I want no more. And I'm good. I'm out of the game. I mean, come on. No you more know, babies. Two plus one, that's enough. <laughs> Shit. Three one, kids? One plus two, whichever order you want to put it in. Either way it go. It's still three. Man. <laughs> Shit. I'm I'm good with one. I I I didn't want to have children with a woman I'm not with, so that's why I stopped. Right. Now I'm with you. They say, I, you got a topic here that said how old um should a um child be before um taught firearm safety? Um as someone that has multiple firearms, I say the earlier the better. Um I taught Sean and Vaughn at the same time. So Vaughn is seven. So he knew he knew we had firearms in the house at five. At five years old, he knew. So the boys are a few, they are about five years apart. So he had five, he knew we had firearms in the house. Sean knew as well. But um that's when I sat them both down and because they started to see me with it more. 
So that's when I sat them both down. It was like, all right, boom, this is your dad's um, pistol. This is not a toy. It's not a game. You know, start running down the rules and regulations. I don't leave it nowhere. I purposely make sure I don't leave it anywhere. And if I do sit it down while I'm in the house, I sit it up super high. You know what I'm saying? And then I go back and grab it and put it put it in my uh, safe. Because if I sit up high, I know I'm going to grab it, put it on, and I'm out the door. Um, I, st- I let Sean shoot my gun for the first time um at um at um at an outdoor range when he was about so he's 12 he was 11 they got to shoot the gun for the first time in the outdoor range and took him to outdoor range let him shoot the gun but at that time we talked about firearm safety i put one bullet in the chamber i put one bullet in the mag and let him chamber it showed him proper hand placement um you know what I'm saying? Let him feel it so he can know that this is not a game. Like, this can take someone's life. When he shot it, he was like, whoa, that was powerful. That was strong. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I understand what you mean. I was like, yes. Um, what, what, as, a, as a race of people, what makes us fearful of that interaction right there? Because we always scared about anything gun-related. That's the sad part. I don't know what's what's the biggest fear that we have gun related because anytime black a black person has a gun you know they either getting shot by police even if the shit is legal and they're letting you know is le- you're letting them know it's legal and i have the proper documentation they still shoot you anyway so wouldn't that wouldn't that lead us to have more conversations about that in the home it should but a lot of us are even scared to even have one in the home i know so many black people that's scared as hell to have a gun in their home Bro, I, I I grew up, you know, my father was a homicide detective. You know, he locked the door when he cleaned his gun. Mm-hmm. He would always brag about how we never saw his gun and where it was at. He wore the ankle holster. And, you know, I just, some of the old school mentalities, I, I just wonder as I got older, why do they think that was effective? It wasn't. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? I thought the gun like, raised on my daughter. Like, she has a pistol. She carries. No, but we, we came... We came from generations that basically taught us how to be scared of shit. Oh yeah, no, they, t- they, they, they left and right, fear. bro. They they taught fear left and right. You're gonna go to hell if you do this, that, and the third. Okay, you're scared of the police if you do this, that, and the third. Yeah, Don't have a gun because someone could get shot in your home. You know, and but we're they the tell only racist people. Eat pork. We eat, oh eat all the bad. <laughs> like they teach Yo, you to eat all the fucked up shit. But we scared, but we scared of everything. Of life. We scared of life. We're scared of everything but a heart attack and diabetes. Bro, I had an older, I had an older couple, black woman. Baby, please be careful carrying that gun. They could kill you out here. I said, ma'am, I ain't scared of nothing out here in this world. I had to let her know. And I appreciate you um bringing it up, but don't be scared for me. How many, how many of these guys, these cops and shot, had a gun on their hip? Not many. So what are they talking about? Right. And uh, I we, got was, we were standing at a tire place and a cop was there. He he saw that. He was like, oh, I see you carry. I said, yo. He said, what you got there? I said, I got this, that, and the third. Oh, that's nice. I said, no, you know, we don't, I don't de-holster. You're not going to see it. You can look no, at it from it where it's at. No, you won't, you won't <laughs> but see it's never going to leave a holster. It's not leaving a holster. I, I, I'm just checking. I'm like, all right. But it's, it's just, even, even I see with my father, um, it's one of the, one of the few things I've always had a problem with him with, man. But he's old school mentality. I had a few cousins that were police officers, and some of them used to wear the gun on their belt. 
You know what I mean? He would always have something to say because my son, my father always wore the ankle holster, right? Mm-hmm. And it just bugs me out how if a black man has a has a permit, has a permit to carry, black people look at it and frown on it. Yeah. Other races been walking around with guns since since I remember as a uh, child. They used to ride them shits in their fucking truck to school when we was kids, bro. Yeah, they it put was the, the shotguns, shotguns in the back in the back of the truck. But then when a when a black person does it, it's the black people that have a problem with the black person doing it. Right. That's why I changed my my spectrum, my my thought process on the Ja Morant thing. Now I don't like how Ja is showing it off, but he should be able to to um to have a firearm. And Nobody has a problem with him right. having a firearm though. The There's a couple of people that did. There's a couple of people that did. Those people that say that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. The right. problem, the NBA has no problem having a firearm. Everybody in the NBA got firearms, bro. Right. It's like Gilbert yeah. Arenas had it in the locker room. Right. You can't be doing that. No, you can't be doing that. You can't be pulling it on your teammate during the card game. Yeah. John Lorenz is holding the gun on, on, on. First of all, you need new friends, bro. <laughs> I'm never putting you on Instagram live if we hanging out. Bro, I'm never. The, I'm driving a vehicle I know I can't afford, and I'm living in a nice little home because John Morant, my man. Anybody yeah. pull out a camera when John's around, I'm smacking the camera out their hand. Shook nice down. Yeah, put that shit up, man. Yeah. We back in VIP, no camera. I'm I'm yelling that shit out. No cameras back here. Anybody yep. got a problem, get out. Yep. He's a victim of his surroundings. But he's responsible for the way right, he acted. All right, there we go. Oh, no, nah, he's not a victim, but he's a victim of his surroundings. But he allowed himself to be a victim of his surroundings because he put himself in that he position. He put himself in that position, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you do? I don't think it has nothing to do with a black man owning a gun. It has no. something to do with a person being irresponsible. One thing I hate about us, man, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to hate about Come us. Come on, let's do it. Man. Let's do it. We always have to find a justifiable scenario for the fuckboy shit we do. Yep. <laughs> that nigga been doing fuckboy shit since he was a pro. Yeah, he has. Been. You are an all-star player whose sneakers sold out one day after doing fuckboy shit. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to do fuckboy shit again. Yep, because there's no there's no consequences and repercussions. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the lack of accountability. And I think No, because he's hanging around people saying that they hate him. They don't like when black men got guns. They don't want us to have guns. They don't right. want us to have weapons. They don't right. want us to arm ourselves. Not one person said an NBA player shouldn't own a gun. Right. I just hate that we Nobody use said the word that. hate for everything when, when people don't agree with us. Huh? Like, that shit is aggravating. But nobody's really disagreeing with them. They're just telling them, if you're going to play in the NBA, you're not yes. flashing guns on screen. Yo, first of all, if you're trying to live life, don't flash your gun on screen. Like that shit don't that shit is weird to me anyway. You on social media and you son, did they did they just start making guns? No. So come on. I grew up in New York City. I honestly I throw your guns. Not one time that I pulled my shit out with throw your guns on the air came on. Right. <laughs> so I, what are you doing? So you gotta act out every part of the song. You have to pull out the real gun. Plus in New York, plus in New York, you know, you get time, time for that shit, boy. Well, maybe it was better than us to know not to pull them things out for no reason. Right. You get time, time, super time. Is it worth losing a hundred million dollars? No. I mean, it ain't never worth losing nothing. He kept doing shit like he he didn't think repercussions were gonna come. I mean. 
whatever they suspend him for, who knows? Maybe 20 games, maybe 25, who knows? It's, Some it's people a, saying he'll be out the league, but I doubt he'll be out the nah, league. Nah, 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 nah. They're wishing on too much, yo. The, if he would have shot, if he would have shot the gun, different oh, story. Yeah. Different story. I don't I don't buy the whole role model thing, man. Raise your own kids, bro. Yeah, we gotta stop that too. Raise your own kids. But we're gonna always say this down the third is a role model. Stop trying to make these niggas role models. Charles Barkley said that shit a long time ago. I am not a role model. Hey, Charles is telling you, I'm working on myself. <laughs> Charles tell you, quit. I am not a role model. Were you prepared to be a role model at 23 years old with $100 million in the bank? So why we act like, why we act like, you know what I'm saying? Now, this isn't justifying his actions at all. No, no, it's not. His father needs to be talking to him. Whoever around his circle has any sensible thought processes right. should be talking to him. And right. we can't say that they weren't talking to him. We but right. it appears as if the father's going along. Because everybody is calling his pops out because we see his pops all the time. And his pops might be the one talking. Like Kenya Martin said something about his pops. Like, yo, T, whatever his name is, need to yoke him up and be like, hey. We don't know if he did or not. We don't know if he didn't do it or not. You're right. And then two, the breadwinner is Ja. He He's could be. He, he the breadwinner within his home. Well, I'm in my home. I don't give a fuck what's going on. See, that's the that's the problem. No, no, yeah, don't don't we having a real, that. that's the we having a real conversation. He's talking about problem. you. No, that we talking, is, we having a real conversation. That's that what you would do. Problem. That that's what you problem. would do. That's not what's being done with these NBA families most of the time. But that's everybody the don't have a mother like Kevin Durant. But that is the problem. That's I, I the problem. Agree. I just said it was the problem. You agreeing with me? And, and, down, and down to people even saying that. That's a, putting. Like that might not even been in that young man's head, but now that so many people have said it, like, oh yeah, I am the breadwinner now. I, mean, I am the one making all the money. Yeah, so I people, call the shots. Most definitely, that's how it happens. Like, that's no, not. I doubt many children. I doubt many children get bread and just be thinking, I make money now. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. It's some people in here, but that's those are the surroundings you choose. The surroundings you choose. People, I don't. The beginning of most NBA careers. It's a poison phase. Allen Iverson had his poison phase. And then he had Alvin. He had to get rid of some people. You know what I mean? KD took his mother everywhere, so he didn't really go through the poison phase. Right. He clowned him for having his mother everywhere, but it looks like it worked. Right. He's not yeah. the only one. Jason but Tatum, his mother runs his finances. You never heard no bad shit about Jason Tatum? No. We talk, they talk shit about Lamar Jackson. She don't hear nothing about him. That boy don't do nothing bad, son. Certain Nothing people, bad. He, just he the hoodest of the hood, the way he acts. He don't, you don't see him do anything wrong. LeBron was 20 years in Fraction Free. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's a choice. It's a choice. You can have fun being an asshole, man. Right. How do you not have fun in life? You got $100 million in bank and you're playing a game that you love. Right. I mean... Outside looking in, I don't know what you got going inside your spirit, man. Let's hope the young man. I hope the young man figure it out, man. I didn't. I didn't mean to jump on the John Moran thing, but I hope the young brother figures this shit out. I mean, if it's, if it's the never good occasion, it's yeah. than just him because he's not the only person to make these kind of mistakes. Right. Right. But it's that scenario. We gotta watch our surroundings. We spoke on that, and yeah. you know, allegedly. We can't say that the parent is trying to be a friend, but hopefully the parent is not just trying to be his friend in that situation because he doesn't need a dad friend. 
right now. Right. You know what I mean? He, he needs that stirring conversation. He don't need nobody just to be yelling at him and shit, but he needs you to go, yo, yo, this is your career here. You know what I mean? Right. You're a great talent. You know what he is. He is a damn sure great talent. Potentially a Hall of Fame player. Right. Should players be consulted about coaches? I think they should. To hear the star player side. The star player, right. right. Yeah, to so hear the star player side of, of what's going on. That doesn't mean you go along with them, but I think you should have that discussion. You know, like, because allegedly um, MB wasn't notified, but then Kendrick Perkins said MB was notified and he didn't want Doc Rivers fired. But they were fired anyway. But the, so why why would MB say he wasn't notified and then MB, how per, I don't I how don't think him, no he I don't he, think MB said he wasn't notified. Okay, That's just what okay. the media was saying. Okay, okay, okay. Perkins just said from inside information he had. Okay, he was all right, notified. All right. Well, that that makes sense then. But MB hasn't said anything publicly. And he probably won't. He probably Doc, won't. not not that topic. Doc kind of needed me. Man, that just, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with Doc being fired, mm-hmm. but I, I'm I'm not within that structure. But mm-hmm. with the with the Bucks, with their coach getting fired, for all we that know, for all we know, Giannis might have been like, "I want him out of here." I think so, because they said allegedly he co-signed the signing of Adrian Griffin. Yeah. So his relationship to Adrian Griffin, I don't know. Maybe he wanted a black head coach. Maybe, Maybe so. he wanted a young head coach. The Celtics coach is thirty four. Yeah, he played against Jimmy Butler in college. He did. I mean, I mean, he made um, um, Darvin Ham. He played. Yeah, Darvin Ham in his forties though. Yeah, he played. He played from Saginaw. So I mean, even what's in football, a, what's old boy that um coaches sons? He played. Should he play? Should we seen him play? Yeah, come on, man. I'm 50. I see a lot of niggas play. Yeah. Holy shit. Money Williams old, bro. He is old. Money Williams is old. <laughs> is old. But I get it. He's still young for He still play. Yeah, he's, he's still young player. as a coach. No, I'm talking about playing. I'm talking right. about just being young enough you go, to understand right. today's player. Right. Okay, I got Mont- you. Mont- right, Monty, Williams, Monty Williams is at the age where he's still young enough to understand today's player. Tom right. Thibodeau is old. Greg Popovich is Professor X, but he's still getting old. Yeah. And since his wife died, he's lost that vigor for the game. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that that man's wife was his life. Yeah, she and was. And when she died, basketball is probably the only thing that holds him together. Yeah. I was like Boomer. Remember Boomer from football? Remember he was getting ready to retire and his wife passed away that same year he was retiring from college. Yeah, that's, I, I can't, like, I can't. Just imagine that, bro. I, I don't want to imagine I can't, that. I, can't. I don't want to imagine that, yeah. I but, can't because when you retire, what's on your mind is I can finally just enjoy my life. Life, y'all enjoy my life with my wife, and we going through shit. I got mad. Think about it. I got mad money. I don't mm-hmm. care about nothing right now. I can just mm-hmm. enjoy my wife. I don't have to worry about going to work. I don't have to worry about they don't clock in. But figuratively speaking, right. I don't have to worry about clocking in. We can just travel. We can just stay home. I can just let her talk her shit to me and nag the fuck out of me the rest of my life. Yep. And then she, she gets dies. A car accident, man. Yo, you do you put all that time and effort, work, and then boom. I don't question the universe, but that's one of those things. Like, why? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why this beautiful person? Yeah. Why this beautiful soul had to go? Yeah, this beautiful soul is is it, when you get that age. A lot of times, your wife is all you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That money means nothing to you anymore. Not a goddamn thing. 
because you done, you don't you had it for so long and you done spent it. You know, you had it for so long. The reality of life, the only people that care about money are broke people, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and broke, there's so many levels of brokenness, bro. Like, and I say this to people, people don't get it, man. Yo, we all broke to somebody, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But people that have that generational type, well. somebody rich, you 10 million in, you broke to somebody. You broke to a motherfucker with 40 million. You got, got 10? You got some circles. Oh, here got 110. Bro, you got some circles where a millionaire is like, mm -hmm. like you, you like having a job to them. Well, guess what? I wouldn't give two fucks. No, I'm just saying <laughs> to, I'm saying that yeah. from another perspective, how people that really worry and use money as motivation for things like dating and just things like just. Yeah. Things that some people with, with, with money ain't even thinking about that. I, I couldn't date in this era, bro. I'm cool, man. I couldn't date in this era. It, 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 it's, 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 it's sad because there's so many people. I have a small sample size of people that I know personally, female, that are, are dope ass people, but their perspectives on dating are just so weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And when you meet them. But men too. I wouldn't even talk about men. Men ain't shit, bro. <laughs> men, men are just fucking stupid as fuck, bro. Come on, let's keep it a band, bro. Right. I mean, yeah. Some when, it comes, in the when it comes, when it comes to when it comes to companionship, the type of shit men say, and they're famous on podcasts for saying this stupid ass shit. Yeah. Like, oh, yo, sorry. Whether it's the caveman mentality, or it's the simp mentality, or it's the panda bearisms. Oh, the panda bearisms are real. And it's funny when these dudes get exposed. Everybody's like. Oh, I like that show. I'm like, yo, these niggas cat, bro. <laughs> I can't believe he was a panda bear. They speak that nothing nigga. but capology, man. That nigga's designer. Panda, 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 panda. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, Yo, so question then. So what attracts you to a woman outside of physical appearance? Then? I love a good conversation. Yeah. You know, the older I got, the more I love a good conversation. You know, I love an uplifting conversation. I love a well-rounded conversation. I love a woman with good taste in music because I'm a music right. guy. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Sure. I love, I love it, man. I love, I love a woman that can be silent and still talk at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you know, there's 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 dialogue and silence. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So I love those kind of things, man. Those things stand out for me. You know, and I love a woman that has the ability to listen. I agree. You know what I mean? Because when you get to the worst feeling in the world is when you get to a point of where you unleash some of your fears and this woman talks over you. Uh, or she starts talking about herself before you finish your story. And that automatically shuts us down. Yo. You'll never get you'll never never get another conversation from us again. Yeah, because you're like, damn, I really thought she was the one, yo. Mm-hmm. Or at least the one for now. Right. If not the one forever. I'm the same way, man. I, I, physical appearance it means it means a lot, but it doesn't mean as much as just a great conversation. Someone that can hold a conversation over the phone and in person. You know what I'm saying? Someone that that just want that just enjoys the vibe of things. Like my biggest thing has always been, you know, since I'm a business person and I'm always in business meetings. Especially at one point, I was always really moving around. If my lady go with me to a business meeting. I got to get up and use the restroom. Can you continue the conversation at the table? 
or do you just be quiet until I show back up and then you just smile? You know what I'm saying? I've tested my wife with that. I've taken Erica to business meetings, you know, dinners, because sometimes that just looks better when you have your woman with you, and especially your wife. And I had to get up and, you know, use the restroom. And I take that time to also pay the bill, especially when I'm dealing with um, business meetings. I, I don't leave it up to the person that I'm meeting with, no matter if they the one call the meeting. I try to get up and go pay the bill and see her hold a conversation. Conversation is still great. And then when they, when you walk to the table and they say, oh, my God, your wife is such so, so great. And this, that, like, that shit is a turn on to me. Well, because like, you're, you're, you're a team. It's no different from when you get to the point of where a woman introduces you to her people. Right. And a conversation of seriousness comes and you have input. Right. That woman look at you like she ready to give you something right now. <laughs> Yeah, you know especially what I'm saying? you got good input. Yeah. I mean, if it ain't good input, like she's like, oh, this dumb. This fuck nigga, I want him to stop talking. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but you know, I've 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 been in situations where you know you spit a few bars, you know, and you look over you, you know, you ladies just you can tell she's yeah, like, okay. She's like, yeah, that's my yeah. It's 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 that's beautiful. I mean, that yeah. goes on too. That has nothing to do with the with the attractiveness. Like I, I think it's attractive when my lady can step away from me. And maybe yes. she got a family with her, do something for a minute. And I'm by myself chilling. Yeah. She's comfortable in what she's doing. But, you know, she just come back. Back, know? right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Or if I got to go do what I got to do. Right. And you and understand. Back, boom. Well, go to a family function and she just fits right in. Right. You know what I mean? When people laugh, she can laugh. She can right. interject. Yo, son, there's power in that. It is. I know it damn sure is power. That makes that makes you even more beautiful. That makes you more gorgeous. Like I, yeah. I like even with just building, um, just building a healthy relationship. And I've know I've spoken about this before on the pod when it comes to the dynamics of me and my lady. Like our thing is making sure that, you know what I'm saying, what we do stays in our home and we grow with each other. We don't let outside forces come in and derail anything. We don't let outside forces come in and put their opinion on what we have here. We build our shit for sustainability when it comes to us. Like when we hear these topics, these conversations about 50-50 um, and all this other shit. And I ain't, if a man ain't paying for, got the one chick said, if a man ain't got two or three seven jobs to handle everything and my needs, then that ain't the man for me and all this other goofy shit. My wife laughs at that shit. She was like, these, these chicks mean? living in an unrealistic world full with unrealistic um, goals and wonder why a lot of men run, call themselves passport bros and run across to other countries looking for women. But then and, when, when, when Gabby Union said she pays half with D-Wade, they Bro, so many dogs, so many was like, huh? He made more money than you. Like, hey, that's their dynamic. Their Why dynamic is, is their dynamic. Do they look like they're not happy? Like they're having a good time. They in a bunch of bunch of commercials together. They doing their thing. Man. They doing their motherfucking they like thing. A, I mean, regardless of how you feel about how they handle things, they look happy as hell with each other. Regardless if they stay married 10 more years, five more years, the time they were together, they look like they had They've been together for time, a minute. Bro. They've been together for bro, a minute. they had a minute. solid run. Mm -hmm. They had a solid run. They've been together for a real good minute. 
Everybody's dynamic is different. Everyone. You know what I mean? You got some dynamics where a woman might pay more than a man pays. And that's not because the man ain't putting out. Hell, the woman nope. might have more. She just got more. It happens. So, All of life. So you make, if you're a woman that makes 400000 a year and he makes sixty, y'all 50-50? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm with you. Niggas acting like that don't go down. It goes down. So is it 50-50? Because that, that 50 ain't 50 in. No, 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 no. It's a different 50. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't 50 cent either. Yeah, so, <laughs> and if I'm making 300,000 and she makes, let's say, 55, you know what I mean? It's not 50-50. You know what I'm saying? We both giving 100. We figuring out how to make it work. I don't, yeah. yo, I, like, who's, who's, who started that shit? That shit's stupid as fuck. I don't know who's, Kevin Samuel? Keep that above. Kevin Samuel started that bullshit. Rest in peace, King. I'm going to let you rest. <laughs> I think it's just all weird, man. I think everybody's relationship dynamic is their relationship dynamic. What you do within your home and your four walls is what you do in your four walls. I'm just tired of everybody putting that information out for the world to see and hear. Like, Gabrielle, you mean, like yes, that. cool. It's cool that you and your dude, you know, you and D-Wade split shift down the middle. But it wasn't necessary for that topic. That shit wasn't necessary. But within that interview, I don't know how it was introduced, but I doubt she said it to start this bullshit that came after that. Nah, nah. nah I don't think so. I don't think she... First of all, I don't think she thought it through because most people listening no. were not mature enough to handle what she said. Not at all. Obviously, because they took it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all broke niggas worried about rich people. Y'all bugging. <laughs> if that woman... If that woman wants to give her husband a hundred thousand dollar car for his birthday, that's her business. That's her business. For his birthday. That's her bread. Yep, that's her bread. Now, I don't give a fuck how much money you're talking about Dwayne Wade made. Gabby does fine. No, yeah, yeah. She's a producer. She's been a ton yeah, of films. Like niggas just don't understand. She's okay. So her going half might be a way just to take a load off her husband. Yeah. Let him know I'm down for you. Yeah. Now nah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Single women always trying to tell a woman with a relationship how to handle her business, bro. And they ain't got one on their own. It's like a man that don't have a woman is always going to try to tell a man how to handle his wife. I'm damn sure not listening to Or that a dysfunctional relationship person always wants to try to tell you how to handle your shit. Now, that has happened, but... You be want to tell them, look, bro, I called you to confide in you, but, son, don't do that. Because <laughs> your situation ain't shit, my G. Your situation is unbearable. <laughs> and you acting like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I value your opinion, but what you put Ooh. into practice? Nah. Keep that shit to yourself, homeboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too, me too, man. Because I was talking to the wife like, oh, 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 oh. we're not doing that today. <laughs> not today, young man. Slow down, slow down. Come on, come do it, do it, do it. I love you, but that shit you got going on ain't. <laughs> that ain't a marriage, my guy. What? <laughs> my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely understand that. I definitely understand. Yo, man, I ain't got nothing else, bro. I mean, we can talk about sports right quick, man. It looked like um, I thought that the the shit was gonna be over by the time we did this podcast, but it might it might be over by the time this podcast dropped. But no, I Miami, thought, this still gonna yeah, go down in history as one of the biggest meltdowns ever. 
Yes. In a conference final. It was up 3-0, then 3-1, then 3-2, now 3-3. This this is a serious meltdown. We record this on on Sunday, everyone. If you don't know, now you know. And at this point, until what Tuesday, the Miami Heat has have not secured their W. Well, it's 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 common to blame a coach when there's breakdowns like this. But watching the game, no, nah, this is player. There was never a lack of effort with the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this because I like sports as a coach. I think sports phenomenal. But there was never a lack of. And effort. they only lost by and, um, one. What's your name? Um, Reggie Miller even said it, it's. It wasn't a lack of effort because they were mm-hmm. going hard. Bam and Jimmy Butler could not make a shot. Yeah, it just happened. The rest of the players were playing. I mean, your two stars. You had two stars and a bunch of role players that just played hard every game, and your two stars failed you. Yeah. They didn't even play average. No. Both of them. Even if they would have played average, they probably would have won that game. But what's the chance of both of them shooting that poorly in the same yeah. game? But and you did not talk about threes. They but you did it. Layups. Yo, they were just open layups. It was time for you to close the series out, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you zero zero, and you're going back to Boston. Back to the beam. Game seven in Boston. That shit gonna be electric. I see Jimmy Butler dropping thirty next game, bro. He might pull up a forty piece. Shit, he might need 50 to win. He might. Jason Tatum tired of coming up short. He not fucking around with him. And Jalen Brown didn't. Problem with Jason Tatum is he doesn't produce in the second half. Nope. He wasn't even shooting the ball in the second half. They're going to end up getting rid of Brown. So. One of them's going to end up going. Yeah, I think one of them will be going. And it ain't going to be Tatum. Oh, I'm about to say. Come it on, ain't going to be Tatum. Yeah, I said it's going to be one of them, but it ain't going to be Tatum. We can talk shit all day, but Brown is not Jason Tatum. Mm-mm. That nigga 6'10 doing that shit, bro. People forget Brown how tall he is. Brown ain't no slouch, but he's not Jason Tatum. Yeah, okay, yeah. He ain't uh, no slouch, but he's just not. I put him in the office, look, bro. No disrespect. One of y'all gotta go, and you know it's not him. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. I'd tell his agent, yo, man, y'all can start seeking trade requests. They can take Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius going to the crib. Nah, he gotta go somewhere. He going home, son. Hey, He's man. been exposed, exposed. But I will say that game was highly entertaining. It was I very think, good. I, I think officiating was suspect, but it's been oh, suspect all God. year. Yeah. Um, win or lose, man, it's hard not to be a fan of Miami Heat and how hard they play basketball, man. They did a great job, bro. I hate it when people say people play basketball the right way, but bro, that team plays basketball the right way, man. They did a great I job. Mean, they just wasn't making shots. Nah, they just weren't. So yeah. it happens to the best of them, man. So I wish them best of luck. We'll see. At this point, either team be, deserves it. Right. It's gonna be either Nuggets and Celtics or Nuggets in my in Miami by the time this report podcast drop. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Which one? Which one? It gotta be watch? because the game is Thursday. Which one? Either way it go. I don't give a fuck. I like Miami more than I like Celtics. You think Miami series would be a better series? I like Miami better than Celtics. I don't know which series would be better. I personally think if Joker played like how he played against L.A., Denver can lose. You saying he played bad against L.A.? I don't think he played well at all against L.A. Um, okay, we see that different. He didn't play. He didn't play like he did the rest of the other series. His they stats show what he did. They didn't need him to. They swept y'all. 
I'm not gonna say y'all kill LeBron fan. <laughs> but they swept him. They didn't need him to. Hey, Murray and them did they think. But he averaged like a triple double though. That was a low triple double. I get what you're saying. Because Murray was Murray had like 30 points in the first quarter. I get what you're saying. <laughs> That's there. one game. That's one game. But I get Bro, what you're saying. Joker but, don't if Joker don't have to score, he don't. Saying. Joker's more of a team player anyway. Joker only gets them 40 point games when everybody else ain't hitting. I'm not. I'm not just gonna say the uh, uh, finals win. I'm not just gonna say that. With no, I'm not gonna teams. say it either. With either I'm, just, I'm just saying usually when Joker scoring is low, somebody else picks up the slack. Like he don't have because to score. If that team running guns, um, them because Joker don't run. He can't run. He can't jump. If they run and gun them. They're gonna tie that boy up. They can't I, play I, into his. I um, mean, his, his listen, speed. listen. Let me, let me say this, man. What you're saying in theory. Bro, I cannot knock that. But I've never seen this guy tired, man. He's just a YMCA body nigga. He's been tired. He's been, he's tired. been tired, and then he still hits a 30-foot shot and clutch off one toe or some shit. Right. T- something's wrong with this guy, man. No, he's good. He's good. Nothing he's been about, proven. He's proven that he was good. Him, nothing about it makes sense as a basketball player. That's what I'm saying. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. He's slow. He can't jump. His lateral quickness isn't even there. He doesn't even get a defensive stance on defense. Nah, he just stand up. He can't. <laughs> he just stands up. That's it. Oh, why is this guy so effective? Hey, man. Sometimes the game is the his game. Court, sometimes it's your his, year. It's your year. Yo, his court vision is. I say this, yeah. though. If, if Denver wins a chip and. Joker does it in that number 15. Melo can look elsewhere for them to retire his jersey. No, the Knicks, the Knicks will retire number seven. That's cool. That's it. Denver ain't gonna retire. He doesn't team. have to win a chip. They're not retiring that number with Joker wearing it. Joker got two MVPs. That's true. Melo ain't bring him no chip. He ain't bring him shit. <laughs> oh shit. Joker got that number. That's what it is. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Bring Joker in the office? Look, we wanna uh But they did say it's other teams that have retired that number twice. Their numbers, like certain players' numbers, twice. So it could be a possibility they could retire. Yeah, unless they they retire they retire a mellow number at the same time they retire Joker. Have a have a, a dual ceremony. You got to wait about ten years. I mean, but they can retire um, Mellow's number now, and but and still let him wear it. Still, and Joker still wears it, and then retire Joker's number later. And then no one can wear fifteen ever again. I mean, I don't know why they would do that, but okay, it's fine. It's, a, it's teams that's done it. It's a team that's done it. I can't, I can't say you're wrong. I don't know. I mean, that teams that's done it, but you just have to see. Hey, man, I think Melo did a great job with um with the Nuggets, but Melo Melo could have still been playing, man. He didn't want to conform. He still want to be a starter. Melo did that Allen Iverson shit. Sad part is he looked at LeBron and was like, yo, I can still produce like he does. And it's like, no, damn, you, you only do, you can't you only do like he one does. thing. You only do one thing. Yeah. That man does. He's a Swiss Army knife. You're just yeah. a one-dimensional person. You can't produce like him, but there's no reason to believe he couldn't be playing somewhere now, at least give it a 16 and 8. I agree. I agree. But every once in a while, you can get 35. Hell, he could have helped the Knicks in the playoffs. He definitely could have. He scores in the post, but... Think about it. He knows better, but he doesn't give a team better. You know what I'm saying? It's like... That's the delusional, grand delusion. It's never been a question of his talent. Never. You know what I mean? Teammates love him. He's never been a problem for coaches. 
Nope. You know what I mean? Just I, I just wish he would have ended on a different note. You know what I mean? Like it's just the way his career ended, man. I just didn't like it. Just like, I didn't, I didn't like the way Allen Iverson's career ended. Bouncing around from team to team. Yeah. I mean, the Sixers did let him retire with them, though. He did retire as a Sixer. Yeah, but Melo didn't go out like that. Melo just went out. Right. Melo just went out. Hey, man, his, his homies try to help him. Yo, man, sometimes your own your own talent can be your burden, man. Bro, Melo has been a selfish nigga his whole career, bro. Excuse my question. So? He's been a selfish player his whole career. He probably could have won a chip a long time ago. He chose to chicken over everything. Was he a selfish player or... Let me see how I'm going to put the word. Hmm. Was he a selfish player or he thought too highly of his talent? That can be... Both can be true. I think he really thought he could do it on his own. Both can be true. I don't even think he was selfish. I think he really thought he was him. Like, dead ass. I really think he thought he was him. LeBron knows he him, but he still puts the right pieces Amen. around him. Mellow, great career. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Glad you announced your retirement. He had a great career, my brother. He had to. What are you going to do, just sit at home? Nobody's calling, bro. Not so. Keep keep working with your son. Son looking nice. I ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> son looking nice. We'll see how you do. Hope he can play some defense and be okay. more than just a scorer. You said nobody plays defense. Because all he's doing is training him to be a scorer. That's it. That's all. Every time I see little nigga, I'm what? Like, what he doing is this not what you said. The holes. <laughs> so Melo, so Melo, Melo's gonna teach him how to play defense. <laughs> At least pass the ball. T said being a assist package. Get that <laughs> who, man, who you gonna pass it to? <laughs> to give him an assist package. Oh, Get that man, man. A assist package or something. But you Wait, see, you see LeBron, son. Yo, he in, he in high school out there cooking, dunking on cats and hitting it from the give you the no look you one can't, hand match. You, you can't you can't teach court vision. A person has to wanna wanna um wanna learn all of that. That boy that boy put the work in to be a great player. You see that young boy? That young boy coming down the court every bit of six seven, looking more like his dad. <gasps> Who's six seven? LeBron older son. Them youngest son. LeBron youngest son. I was talking about the youngest son. Oh, oh, oh. I thought he was LeBron. I said 6'7". Nah, Where the nah, hell he grow? I'm talking about the youngest son. Youngest. He's 6'7"? Yes. God damn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know he switched schools. Yep. He's smart. He don't want to be in his brother's shadow. He's like, you know, I'm going to go over here. Dad probably leaving anyway. But they wasn't really playing though. But I mean, he's young though. Yeah, he's young. He ain't tall. The team was kind of stacked, though. It was. That boy coming down the lane, two-hand with the Shaq Tomahawk. Hmm. Are you exaggerating now? No, I'm, I'm seeing you the video. He did. He can't. He pulled Shaq Tomahawk. Shirt. He had the, the hmm, with his that leg was, coming the whole nine, son. Was, not no Shaq Tomahawk. Come it was on. the Shaq Tomahawk, son. The Cody Zeller. Come on. Uh, <laughs> nah, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> we ain't going to do that. <laughs> we ain't going to do that. <laughs> Say Cody Zeller. We can find somebody else to say. We don't have to use Shaq. We don't have to use Shaq. But Cody Zeller? Nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> nah, let's do something else. <laughs> yeah. oh That's fucking Cody Zeller, boy. <laughs> 
You wildin'. Yeah, I'm wildin'. I just threw that out there. Nobody, nobody take that seriously. I've been talking shit. I like the young boy. Tony it be Zella. He was a wild boy for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, Doc. <laughs> that boy, hold on, hold on. What is the world? Uh-oh. Watch that. Watch that. Huh? Now, I don't want to play that music, so. You know, wrong link. No, 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 no. That's Bryce. I, Wait, Bryce James. Can... I don't want to use that one. Shenanigans. And I don't want to hear the music. Young Metro don't touch you, mama. Ah, get out of here, bro. I don't hear that oh, man. But yo, man, we in the pod, man. What you got? Give us some, some closing words of wisdom from our elder statesman. <laughs> elder statesman. This guy. <laughs> I don't like this guy, man. Hey, yo, man, find the time to uplift yourself and build yourself. And I'm speaking on reading. A lot of us don't like to read. We got to get back to reading. We got to get back to studying. We got to get back to building up our mind and keeping our mind stimulated. If you read an hour a day, that's only 4% of your day. But that 4% will put you ahead of the people that you consider your peers, that you consider your competition, because they're not reading. And it might put you on the top of your field within 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Information is uploading and changing and growing every minute, every second. You know, my man is in the tech world. He knows it. Whatever you're into, you know, I got to get back into my heavy reading. I still read, but not like I used to. That used to be just a couple hours a day thing. I'll be reading but tech, scripts and all types. On, on on top of that, it keeps your mind sharp. It also builds up your vocabulary. Builds up vocabulary. Your conversations will be better. Your comprehension will be better. Your understanding will be better. You'll be more well-versed. And you will eliminate you know certain useless words from your vocabulary when you're speaking. You know, by, see, like saying, you know. <laughs> and, you, words and, you and you eliminate useless time. Maximize. Yes every opportunity to build and uplift yourself. And it pays off in the end. Like I said, an hour a day is 4% of your day. It's really not a lot of time. And you think about it, a person will easily act like that hour means nothing. But over time, what you can accomplish in that time. I agree. Touche, young sir. Touche. That's what it is, man. Let's build. All right, guys. This is the Black Male Podcast. CS is who I am. Jay, that is who I am. 106. Episode 106. 106. <laughs> we out, yeah. I'll believe him next time. I know, I, I probably was. <laughs>